0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. I've been getting a lot of questions about tax related issues like, how do you report your taxes to the IRS? How do you, uh, what kind of forms do you need? So, I decided to invite a tax expert uh, on the podcast, and his name is Derek Davis. So Derek, welcome to the show.
1: Hi Casper, thank you for having me.
0: So can you give us a little uh, background of, of yourself?
1: Yeah, so I started working in tax um, at a company called Deloitte & Touche back in January of 2010, um, and I quit around September of 2014, so last year. Um, to join the sharing economy because I, I found that one it was you know really interesting um, and two it it seemed like because um, there's a conflict of interest from the um, from the company Airbnb and, and the host perspective um, to giving professional tax advice um, it just seemed like there was a perfect kind of niche that was that was growing um, and so I quit my job and and started a website called uh, Shared Economy CPA as well as another um, company called Tabby. Um, so, so yeah, so I've been doing that now for about six months.
0: So Airbnb doesn't provide hosts with a lot of information on how to do their taxes?
1: Correct, so what happens is, um, because it's a, it's, um, because there's a huge issue around um, employment status, um, Airbnb is specifically hands-off, um, because they are worried that if they give too much advice or, or guidance, they, they may be considered an employer and the host may be considered an employee. Um, and if that ever kind of comes about, um, Airbnb would be subject to a lot of back taxes and penalties and interest, as well as um, paying uh, various unemployment benefits, as well as um, Social Security taxes, and, and other. Other sort of FICA taxes. So, um, for those reasons alone, Airbnb is really hands off.
0: Okay, right. Well, that's uh, that's that's good for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just to be clear, we're we're talking about uh, U.S. taxes today. Um, I mean, every taxes are different in every country, of course. And this episode is is uh, is just for the hosts who are in the United States. So, uh, my my first question, Derek. Airbnb host, do they need to pay taxes?
1: Yes. So even if you did not receive a 1099 from Airbnb and or you received um, earnings from a guest outside of Airbnb, you want to really make sure to report all of your earnings. The reason being is that if you underreport your earnings, um, there are some civil penalties um, and, and laws that... that that you don't want to cross, so it's it's really important to to report all earning that you received, not only on your potential 1099, but any sort of income that you received um, outside of Airbnb in relation to your renting activities.
0: So, so what is a 1099?
1: So 1099 is a is a tax form between two third parties, and it pretty much um, just states who's paying you, who's who's paying, who's receiving, and the gross amount that's being reported. So um, for Airbnb hosts specifically, what's shown in your dashboard is the net amount. So when I say net, it means that Airbnb is taking out their 3% commission fee. However, in the 1099 that's issued to you, that's the gross amount. So it's important to deduct um, Airbnb's commission amount, and if you compare the amount that's shown in your dashboard and the amount that's shown on your 1099, the 1099 is going to be slightly higher.
0: Okay, right. And Airbnb reports that number
1: to the IRS. Correct. So, so Airbnb is going to send for, and the, as you've said, for U.S. tax purposes only, Airbnb is going to send a tax form to the host as well as the IRS and the IRS is going to quickly double check the two numbers to make sure that they line up identically. Right. So,
0: so if it doesn't, it's not like you, you will only be flagged if, if they uh, specifically decide to look into your situation, They, they have an automated system where they can like easily just check those numbers.
1: Correct. It's going to be a a quick a quick cross check. So it's the, the the this their internal systems will, will will tie it out very quickly.
0: Okay, got it. So what um what what kind of form do you need to to report this income?
1: Yeah. So the two main forms to kind of be aware of for Schedule C is the um for for Airbnb hosts the two forms are either Schedule C or Schedule E. Um, so the Schedule E is rental passive income, so say for example you have a management company that's managing the property and you just kind of sit back and you need to pick a uh, uh, receive a paycheck, that, that may um, allow you to, to claim your income and expenses on Schedule E. However, if you do a lot of services for your, for, your, for your guests and kind of what the IRS looks for is, you know, providing substantial services such as cleaning the rooms, providing breakfast and, and other things of that nature that's more in line with a, with a, a, a typical bed and breakfast, then um, you may want to report your income expenses on, on the Schedule C um, the, the two main differences between the Schedule C and Schedule E is that Schedule C, you'll be required to pay self-employment tax, whereas the Schedule E, you're not required to pay self-employment tax. So it's more beneficial to be in, in Schedule E? Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's important to have, you know, documentation surrounding, um, you know, what position that you took. You know, for example, we have a um, an Airbnb host located in San Francisco as a, as a client of ours, and he's currently getting audited by the IRS and they're claiming that his income and expenses should come on a schedule C not schedule e um, so it's important that regardless of the position that you take, you just have you know documentation showing why you took um, the position that you took
0: right and this could be for example if you're if you're hiring somebody to do the Airbnb management for you, you should show like some sort
1: of contract between the two of you? Correct, it, so that can either come in the form of contracts or you can show payment to a third party. Um, you know, if if you are an Airbnb host and you have another management company looking over all of your stuff, or and you know, they, they let the guests in, they clean the apartment, and all you would do is just kind of sit back and receive passive income, then you just want to clearly show um, that you're paying a third-party company uh, to perform all the services. Mm -hmm. So for
0: example, let's say I was a US citizen, so my situation is I have a person who cleans and and does the check-ins, but I do all the communication with my guests myself. So I send them messages, I send them emails, um, you know, I I might make a couple phone calls. So would that be considered schedule E or C?
1: Yeah, um, that's a good question. It, it's still a little bit gray um, so the what the IRS will also use to determine um, your participation level is they have a seven point test that kind of lays out okay you know did you spend more than 500 hours helping your clients or, or for, for this example would be your guest you know um, are there other members involved you know what are their commitment levels? And I, I think kind of just tying back, it's it's just really important to show, um, you know, clearly how you arrived at your conclusion on, on, on your tax forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, you know, it's every every tax situation is kind of specific and it's one-off. But, you know, whichever position that you do take, just just have proper documentation on how you arrived there. Right.
0: And is there somewhere where people can, can uh, find those seven-point checklist?
1: Yeah, it's actually on my website, so sharedeconomycpa.com. Uh, if you go to the blog, there's, um, there's, there's a, there's a kind of overview on it and there's also a link back to um, the IRS's website, which provides more, more detail on it.
0: Right, so, so everyone can just, uh, if you're not sure, you can uh, use this checklist to, to figure out whether you think it's Schedule C or E and sometimes it might be you know, not completely clear, but you're mm-hmm. saying that whatever you do, it's important to to at least uh, make sure you have documentation and make sure you um, you point out sort of the reasoning why you chose, you know, either schedule. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, and then, in in general, it's more uh, it's more it's better to be on, on, on schedule E, right? So you don't have to pay those those employment, self-employment taxes?
1: Yeah, so from, from the host perspective, you, you'll be subject to less tax if, if you're on Schedule E, um, and, if you're on, and if you're on more of the conservative side, um, it would be better to put your, your um, income and expenses on Schedule C.
0: Right, and what, what type of taxes do you, do you need to pay? You have self-employment tax, um, is, is there any other taxes?
1: Yeah, so there's so self-employment taxes is on top of your personal income tax, which you'll you'll have to pay taxes on. Um, and And kind of the biggest gray area right now is occupancy taxes and and other, and other lodging taxes. Um, you know, it's still unfortunately not too clear based on the local municipalities and Airbnb how they're going to handle that but I I think it's going to resemble what's going on in New York where Airbnb is collecting the taxes on behalf of their host and remitting it to local cities. Okay so I think in
0: San Francisco aren't they doing a similar thing or? Uh yeah yes
1: that's what they're doing right now.
0: And and so since Airbnb collects the taxes and uh submits them to the uh to the IRS do you need to fill these out in
1: your forms or no? Um yeah, so so currently if it, I mean it really depends if if the IRS is doing it, or excuse me if Air, if Airbnb is doing it on, on, on your behalf, they should theoretically cover all the forms, but if they aren't, then then you'd have to check in with your local city and, and, and check um, the filing requirements. E- each state is kind of different mm-hmm. and each city has their own special rules, right.
0: And as far as the, the, the taxes, like the self-employment and the personal income taxes, does no it matter what state
1: you are in? Yeah, so each. So th- that's a good question. Each state is is very different. Um, so it's, you know, unfortunately there's there's no kind of clear blanket answer. It just, it, it depends, it's a, it's a case-by-case scenario.
0: Okay, right. And what about if you, let's say you own an apartment in New York, but you live in Los Angeles, like this, does that? affect your situation yes
1: yeah, so that also affects your filing requirements so if you are a California resident but you you own a property say in New York or Florida you'll be expected to file a tax return there so do you need to file in both um, states then, or yeah yeah you'll have to file um, both in the state that you are currently living in as well as the state where your uh, Airbnb residence
0: lies but, but I'm assuming you don't have to pay taxes in both states, then.
1: Uh, yeah, you'll have to pay. You'll have to pay state income tax in, in both jurisdictions. Okay. Um, well, yeah. One because I mean, you know, you have to pay state taxes in the state that you're working in, but also um, because you have, you know, a revenue generating property in another state, you're going to be expected to owe taxes on that.
0: Right, but you don't. You don't need to pay taxes in California on the property that you have in New York. Correct. That so that would fall under your. Um, that would just fall under your federal income tax. Okay. Right. Okay. Um. Now, I a lot of questions I get are about deducting expenses, and that's that's probably the uh, sort of the the topic there where there's a lot of uh, you know uncertainty, a lot of questions, um, because it's not always exactly clear what you can deduct and. You know what percentage you can deduct if if it's an expense that you use that's for personal use but also for Airbnb use. So um, what, what are the, the most common items that you can deduct in, on your taxes?
1: Yeah so the most common kind of overlooked deductions I mean one it's definitely your um, your commission fee because it's being reported in gross Mm-hmm. Um, depending on whether you put your income and expenses on Schedule C or E, you could potentially deduct your rent um, and that's, that's generally a really large expense. Um, another kind of more common ones are you know, your utilities, your cable bill um, and then less common ones but they're definitely great ones are you know, your cell phone bill and that would be on a proportionate usage. So, for example, if you're on your phone half the time trying to talk to, to guests and, and get them onboarded, you want to deduct 50% of your bill um, and then, you know, you have this, the more standard things such as your linens, you know, your bedding supplies and, you know, your cleaning supplies and, and any of those associated expense, expenses.
0: So if you, when it comes to cell phones, is it, does it make sense to, to buy a cell phone that you only use for Airbnb to sort of keep it separated?
1: Um, you know, I I actually have not heard of anyone doing that before. Um, you know, you, you you technically could, but I I think it might be. I mean, just you know, logistically speaking, carrying around two cell phones is kind of. I, I I've done that before for when I was working in, in in public accounting. It's just kind of burdensome. Usually, it's just easier to to kind of just deduct the the proportionate usage. Okay, and does it matter uh, if you're on Schedule C or E when it comes to deducting? Um, There are special rules and limitations that do apply. Um, They're called passive activity losses, which is on your Schedule E. And then on Schedule C, um, what generally happens is that if you have three years of operating losses, so you you claim a loss year after year, um. What the IRS will then say is your Schedule C activity is more of a hobby than it is an actual revenue-generating activity, um, and so. So so yeah so I kind of each form has their own kind of special rules and limitations.
0: Because I imagine that if you're on Schedule E, and, which basically means that you're you don't really have a significant uh, hand in 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 managing the. Uh, your airbnb that you you can't really deduct like you know maybe cell phone calls or or maybe uh you know gas um for your for your car or stuff like that because because that kind of shows that you're actively involved
1: yeah yeah and that's a really good point so you know the more tr- the, the, you know if you're trying to say that you you know you don't really actively participate in your airbnb Activities, but you know you're you're trying to claim all these car deductions, and you know you're claiming all these deductions, saying that you're doing all this extra work. Then that kind of contradicts your your tax form, which is a really good point to mention. Right.
0: So a lot of questions I get are about what happens if, for example, let's say you rent out one room in your house and you live there yourself, and now you want to deduct some of the electricity or some of the other bills. Um, do you do you sort of calculate um, this proportionally based on the area of the house that you rent out like let's say it's 500 square feet of a total of 1500 or do you say um, well it's like I, I've rented out my house you know like 50 days out in the year or 70 days out of year like like how do you calculate these the proportional parts
1: yeah i i I think you know kind of in the in the same manner as how you'd want to report your um you know the your tax forms and which ones you'd want to use i I think whichever kind of convention that you use and square footage is pretty much the most common just be um just have you know clear documentation on, on on why you decided to take the position that you took um and just be um you know just be really clear um on on which method you use and, and yeah i i would have to i would have to say that square footage is, is probably one of the most common ones
0: right and then let's say you you rent out your complete house but only for three months a year then it would be easy right then you just do like a quarter of of all the bills
1: yeah yeah so depending on your situation that's you know I, I think something something along those lines would, would probably make sense.
0: And then you know, what are some other things that you could can you, for example, let's say you own a house, can you deduct like mortgage expenses or or if you have if you use your car to to you know maybe pick up your guests or to get supplies for your guests, can you can you deduct uh, depreciation? Yeah,
1: yeah. So so um that, that's a really good point. you can definitely take you know home mortgage you know deductions the the, the interest you can you can deduct on um, on your Schedule A home mortgage interest and then in, in terms of the car um you know there's there's two different methods that you want to take either the standard mileage uh, rate which is I believe for two thousand fourteen it's around fifty six cents or the actual costs so the actual costs are you know the gas the oil changes the maintenance um, and things of that nature. Um, I think it's important to note that, you know, you can only take one or the other. You you can't take both. The, the standard mileage rate is supposed to be an all encompassing tax deduction, whereas the actual costs, you just need to kind of keep more, um, more records of. And, and, and most people generally don't do the actual costs because it, it requires more time.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can imagine that, it can get pretty complicated at some point if you're, you know, you're trying to deduct part of your cell phone, part of your, your gas, um, part of your, uh, your rent, your utilities. It, it might get a little complicated at some point. Is there any tools that, that people can use to make things a little bit easier?
1: Yeah, yeah. So th- that's a good point. We actually launched an iOS app earlier this year. Uh, it's called Tabby. And the website's try tabby, Um, And what it does is it connects all, all your credit and debit cards and allows you to easily swipe if your expenses are business or personal. So you don't have to keep any of these long Excel logs and, and it makes sure that it's capturing all your expenses. So, you know, no tax deductions are going to kind of fall through. Okay. Um and it's it, yeah it's a free it's a free mobile app and it's in compliance with IRS uh, publications.
0: Okay, great. That sounds good. So it's it's right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I'll make sure to link that up in the show notes. Um, is there are there any
1: any other type of expenses that people might not think about? Um, you know, just kind of overall it's when you you're so if you were so if you're an Airbnb host, you're considered a, a self-employed business owner. So um, it's not really what can you deduct, it's how do you substantiate your deductions. So you just need to really kind of clearly show how the expenses that you're incurring relate to your um, Airbnb business. So say for example, you know, you go out to dinner with your friend and, and your, the intentions of the dinner is, um, to let him know how to become an Airbnb host and kind of get him onboarded and and just really teach him all your experiences. That meal can be considered deductible of 50%. So, um, you know, it's just really important to, you know, just keep track of all your expenses because they can help you save thousands of dollars mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. So
0: keep track of expenses uh, and, and always, you know, Try to think. Okay, is this is this expense related to my Airbnb business or not? And I, I guess it's also good to sort of put yourself in the position of the of the IRS, right? Just imagine mm-hmm. imagine that you're auditing yourself, and you're taking an objective sort of look at your at your expenses, and you think like, okay, does this make sense? This is reasonable. If I were an IRS inspector, would I, um, you know, would,
1: would I agree with this or not? Is that mm-hmm. a good way to sort of look at it? Mm-hmm. yeah exactly and just you know just have really clear documentation and you know just clearly show that okay if I'm going to write this m- meal off you know why did I incur the meal and you know what do we talk about that's kind of Airbnb and business related
0: okay sounds good are there any other uh, any other topics that, or advice that you have for uh, for Airbnb hosts
1: Um. you know I think that's it for now um you know if, if if there aren't any things that you know are, are kind of missed or overlooked you know there's a lot of free resources on my my website um yeah I, I think just kind of the overarching theme is just really to keep track of all of your um all of your expenses and that's that's really the best way to save the most the most amount of money um and, and maximize your your Airbnb revenue
0: Awesome. So this to summarize, uh, I guess, the, the figuring out whether you're Schedule C or E, then um, keeping track of all your expenses. Those are, those are probably the, the two things that, uh, that people really need to pay attention to.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Awesome. So if, uh, if people do have any other questions, how can they, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, my email address is Derek at try Trytabby. T R Y T A B B Y dot com. Um. And my Twitter is H as in Harry. D E R E K D A V I S. Um. So.
0: And then you also have your your blog.
1: Uh. Yeah. I mean. Uh. Yeah. And then the website shared dot com. Okay. Good.
0: So for those who, uh, who do have more questions, uh, you can hit me up, hit Derek up or check out his blog, check out his, uh, his mobile app. And uh, with that, uh, we come to the end of this episode. So Derek, thank you so much for, for joining us today. I think this yeah. has been really helpful. Uh, so a lot of people are, uh, appear to be unsure of how to deal with their taxes. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll link up all the, all the stuff that we discussed on, uh, on the show notes. And so uh, for everyone listening, uh, thanks for listening and we'll, we'll see you next week. And if you, uh, you want to check out some resources about Airbnb, go to getpaidforyourpet.com. You can find all the show notes of the episodes as well as uh, some other really cool information as well. So thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time.